Hello, hello, and welcome to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits to increase your financial freedom in life. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice to apply in your own life. The point of this podcast is to help you enhance your financial behaviors to keep you financially healthy so that you don't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's get into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? We back. We back. Okay, y'all know I like to say we just because I include y'all in this, okay? I know I'm the only one that's doing the work, (laughs) but I like to include y'all in the we of this podcast. We are tribe together, okay? We are back for conversation number 46. So excited, y'all. Oh my goodness, the consistency, y'all, okay? Get a load of this consistency, all right? And so if you haven't noticed already, I'm dropping episodes on Friday right now. No complaining. It's just a better day for me at the moment. I may go back to Wednesday at some point in time, but right now, Friday is my sweet spot. I like this day. This is working so far. And so please, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever streaming platform that you're listening on. Subscribe and write a review. That's my new thing now. Subscribe and make sure you write a review. See, when you subscribe, you get the notifications whenever I drop the episode. Say it's late Thursday night or something like that. Maybe it's a Wednesday. Maybe it's a Saturday. Now I'm just playing. I'm going to do them on Friday. I'm going to stick to that for real. But you get a notification once the episode is available so you won't miss it. And also the reviews, y'all. I've been noticing that people have been writing reviews and I was like, yes, I like this. So I want to tell y'all, if you are feeling the podcast, because if you're not feeling the podcast, I don't want you writing no review. Okay. You just go ahead and just stop listening. (laughs) But if you feel in the podcast, please write a review so others will know. So they'll know what to expect. I'm a review person. So like when I'm looking for different places to eat at, or if I'm going to stay at a hotel any of the things, right? I like to read the review. So write a review, especially for all of my, you know, my real listeners. Y'all make sure y'all write a review because I know it's a lot of y'all out there from all over the globe and I truly appreciate it. So go ahead, make sure that you write a review. And if you're not subscribed already, go ahead and click subscribe. Do it right now. We're going to give you a second so you can go ahead and do that. Okay. I'm going to be like the YouTubers right now. Also, share, 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 share the podcast with anybody that you feel can benefit from hearing the information that's shared here, okay? So if you haven't listened to last week's conversation, you missed it. I talked about the cost of living. I'm not going to tell y'all too much about it right here because after this episode is over, just go ahead and go to that episode so you can check it out. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump into the Mindful Money Moment segment. And today I'm talking about how to negotiate your rent increase. This episode going to be good because I got a good old juicy story time coming up. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever been through a rent increase, whether that was an apartment or that was a home that you've lived in. Let me tell you what, I didn't start paying rent until I was 30, right? So... If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that 
I was previously married. And so I didn't start paying rent on my own until I went through my separation and then I got my divorce. So I was 30 years old, y'all. This was January of 2015 is when I moved to Sacramento, right? And so how crazy is this, right? Not even, I ain't even gonna say crazy. The first time I started paying rent happens to be in one of the most expensive places to live in. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> How are you starting 30 off like this, right? And so when I moved here to Sacramento, the place that I was renting, very nice, I'm not gonna say the name, but very nice place here in Sacramento, the rent for a two bedroom, two bath, and it was 1,200 square feet, was 1123 in January of 2015, y'all. Okay. And so I was thinking this a lot of money because I've never paid rent before. And this was in 2015, but y'all probably looking like California. That sounds about right. For me, I was like, uh, uh, because I was broke, broke at that time. Y'all broke robbing Peter to pay Paul broke. Okay. And so when I got that apartment for 1123, it was one of the cheaper price ranges you know, for the area, everything else was like super expensive. But like I said, y'all, y'all don't know me, but I'm bougie. <laughs> I like a nice place. So it was 1123. And so fast forward the next year. So I moved in January, 2015, the next year when it was time for me for, um, my lease renewal, I got the paperwork from the people child. Check this out. When I got that lease renewal paperwork, they had on there that my rent was going from eleven twenty three to thirteen seventeen, and I was like, "Wait, hold up, hold up, okay, what are y'all doing different up in this mug that wasn't in here the first year? Because I paid eleven twenty three the first year, and I was all good. Y'all ain't did no updates, ain't nothing happened. That my rent was about to go up." 17.1% y'all. Did y'all hear me? 17.1% is what they wanted my rent to go to. From 11.23 to 13.17. That's a lot of money. That's a big increase, right? So first of all, I was already new to paying rent. I didn't know that increases could be that big. And so because, you know, I'm pretty smart and I swear I should have been a lawyer, right? I was like, uh-uh, I'm not paying that. So I went to the housing office. This was an apartment. I went to the housing office and I was trying to, you know, talk with them and negotiate it down with the management in the office. Cause check this out. If I have a problem, y'all, I'm going to go see somebody. Okay. And normally I, I, I complain all the way up. Right. And so I started with the management at the housing office first, told her how I was feeling. She was like, nah, I ain't hearing that. And I was like, who's your manager? Matter of fact, not your manager. Where is the, the people who own all of this? Who can I talk to there, right? She gave me the card thinking nothing's going to come of this, right? She didn't know me. <laughs> My little sister probably listening to this right now like, child, look, we didn't went through some times where we didn't told some people off. And so when she gave me the card to the owners of the building, of the complex, of that housing community, when she gave me that card to the person you know, that I needed to speak with, I sent her an email and I let her know. I did some investigating first, right? A little mild investigation. I wanted to see what rent increases look like 
around the area first and what the rents were looking like for the same type of apartment in the area. And so I sent her email just letting her know, hey, I've been living in this apartment for 13 months now. My rent was this. I'm a single mother. I don't have the money to be playing a 17.1% increase. Let me tell you what, um, increases for jobs at the most is 5% yearly. Most of them, they average about 3.1%. So I let her know all of this in the letter, right? And I said, hey, I can't pay this increase that y'all are requesting, but this is what I can pay. I told her due to what the area was doing, I'm willing to pay up to 8% increase just because in California at that time, it looked like all of the rents in that area had only went up about 8%. So them trying to take me up 17.1% was just ludicrous, right? So I was like, I'm not paying this. I sent the email to her, didn't know what was going to happen, did my prayer because y'all, I'm a hood evangelist. I don't know if y'all know that. I don't think I've ever said that, <laughs> but I am. God know me personally. So I sent the prayer up. I sent the email to the uh, building, the people who own the building and everything. Got an email right back. She said, thank you for your email. All right. I will go with what it is that you've put in this email. She went with what I said that I can do. So what it is that I want to tell y'all, always ask for the discount. Do your research as well. If you get a rent increase and you know you can't pay that, you got to ask for, you got to negotiate. You got to ask for the lower price because had I not did that, I would have been paying all of this money that I couldn't afford. You're the one that's living in this apartment, in this house. Why not negotiate that? Especially if you've been a good tenant. And that's what I put in that letter. I've been a good tenant. I haven't had any maintenance requests. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, right? 17.1%. Of course, we all can look at that and say, that's just ridiculous. But at that time in 2015, there was no rent control. So they were able to increase as much as they wanted to. And so I want to tell y'all, I successfully did that. Now, this letter that I use, I will be, once I get my website together, I will be putting that up for sale so that y'all can get this. And it's not going to be a lot, but the reason why I'm selling it and the reason why I'm going to have it as a product that you can purchase is because people don't appreciate things that are for free. You appreciate information that you have to purchase for some reason. I have no idea why. It's just a thing, y'all. <laughs> but I'm giving you the basics right now of what it is that I did. I let them know I can't do this. I gave them an increase that I would be able to do. When you have those type of details, when you say what it is that you can do, you're asking for that, that discount. That's when people can say, all right, you're speaking the language. If I had sent her something that said, I can't do this, but I don't have anything to solve for it. She probably would have said, okay, you can't pay it. Now what? But I gave her what I could do. I was solving the problem right there. I can't do what it is that you're requesting me to do, but this is what I can do. And that's what I did to negotiate my rent down. So instead of me paying a 17.1% increase, I only paid 8%. All right. And so I did that. That was February of 2016. So remember, I moved in 
in January of 2015. That was February of 2016 that I negotiated my rent. Then it came back up again, March of 2017, <laughs> when I had to do it again. Okay. I guess, I don't know if the, the manager at the apartment where I was staying, if she had forgot, something had to happen. Cause I was just like, girl, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go up. Like, I think the one that she sent me was like 13% increase when um, it came to March. And I was like, girl, I didn't pay the last one, girl. What was you doing? So I took out my good old email that I had from when I had sent it to the management building um, when I needed to negotiate the first time. I said, hey, girl, it's me again. The girl who negotiated her rent. <laughs> they sent me something else. That's OC. I can't do it. <laughs> but I can pay this. What she do? Because I let her know. I can't pay what they're requesting me to pay, but this is what I will pay. She told me, go ahead with that. Sent it to the manager. Write up her lease for the amount she has stated in her email. Y'all, I can't make this up. I cannot make this up. You have to ask. If there's ever a rent increase that you can't pay, you got to negotiate. No one wants to do it, but all they can do is tell you no. That's it. Okay? That's all they can do. So in my time of living at the apartments where I lived at, so I lived there for four years, right? I went from 1123 and when I left, rent was 1415. Child, check this out. When I moved out in May of 2019, like I said, it was a two bedroom, two bath, right? 1200 square feet here in Sacramento. Nice area in Sacramento, right? When I left, my rent was 1415. Soon as they got my butt up out of there, Guess how much they rent that apartment out for? 1905. They couldn't wait for me to get out. They was like, this girl been negotiating her rent down all this time. They rented that thing out for 1905, y'all. Okay? That's the power of negotiation. That could have been me paying that, but it wasn't. But God. <laughs> so the one thing that I want to say about rent increases now we're still in COVID and I believe that there are some rent controls that are going on. I believe it's eviction control right now. I don't know about rent control. I do know here in California and you'll have to look up for your own area that there is rent control and now they can only raise rents up to 10%. So that's 17.1% that I had the first time and that 13% that I had the second time that's out of there. They can't even do that no more. I don't know what it is for you in your cities, in your states. That's something that you would have to look up. And if you're ever in that situation, make sure you're negotiating. I don't know if y'all, you know, people outside of California, if y'all have these type of problems, but that's what we be dealing with here in Cali. Okay. And so the main point of this is if you're in a predicament where your rents are going up more than you can afford negotiate it down. Make sure you say what it is that you can afford and you have some evidence to back up why you've been a good tenant. Hopefully you've been a good tenant because if you haven't been a good tenant, they're going to be like, uh-uh, out. <laughs> you can either get out or you paying this increase. Okay. In my case, I had been a good tenant and I was able to show that. They were able to see that. I was able to give them what it was that I could do instead of me just sending what I can't do, I gave them a solution. And I gave them a solution that was on my terms. Okay? So 
that's the rent increase story for y'all. Now I want to go ahead and move on to the Mindfully Rich Savings Challenge, y'all. Okay, so y'all know IG is my social media platform of choice for the podcast. I did not post last week and I apologize that I didn't post that because I did get quite a few DMs saying, what was week six? What was week six amount? And so I want to ensure that I give y'all those amounts. And if you're listening today, Friday, February 12th, then your deposit of $50 is due into your savings account, whatever savings vehicle you have. And that's $50 for the $5,000 savings challenge. If you're doing the $2,500 savings path, then your deposit of $25 is due. Okay, this is week six. Week six deposits were due today, February 12th. I had to look at the date. <laughs> deposits are due today. We're moving into week seven and week seven ends next week, Friday. I think next week, Friday is the 19th. So February 19th, your deposits of $75 if you're on the $5,000 savings path and then your deposit of $37.50 if you're on the $2,500 savings path. Hopefully that don't sound confusing, okay? And if you're new to Mindfully Rich Podcast, welcome. I have a Mindfully Rich $5,000 savings challenge going on, but I did cut that in half to $2,500 for those of you who weren't going to be able to save the $5,000. Check that out. I believe that's conversation number 37, where I go into detail, I mean, in-depth detail about this savings challenge. All we're doing is saving y'all. That's it. So check out conversation 37, I believe is where I first started talking about the savings challenge. Also, if you're not following me on social media, check me out on IG at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. That's where all of the posts to keep you updated each week on what the deposits will be, all of that. And I'm going to be adding some good stuff on there. I know every week y'all hear me say, I'm going to do better on social media. Y'all, one woman team over here. Cut me some slack. <laughs> Once again, make sure you're subscribed on whatever streaming platform you're listening to the podcast on. Write a review. Share, share, share. Listen, listen, listen. And make sure that y'all live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.